on inside and I was trying to see if like the like this looked good and I just screaming like it's working and I just hear her laughing from inside because that's absolutely hilarious <laughs> Me and Luna are back and welcome to the second ever episode of Just a Girl with a Bible. Oh my, bless you. My goodness, bless you. Mwah. I am so excited for this week's episode. But first, before we like even start talking about anything, let's just, um, let's just pray. I'd like to pray. Oh, I love how I can see her like making her way in there. But yeah, let's just pray. I want to pray over you guys. And I'm going to pray that um, <laughs> she's making faces at me. <laughs> I just want to pray. <laughs> the distractions are crazy. Um, I just want to pray over you guys. And I want to pray over today's episode. And I just want to make sure that you know, we both get the most out of this episode because if you're driving or listening to this in the morning or the night, I know that this is, um, you know, hopefully a good part of your day. And I just want to make sure that it helps you and benefits you in the best way possible. So let's pray. So if you can, bow your head with me, close your eyes, um, raise your hands, whatever works and it feels most comfortable to you. But I just want to pray. Thank you, Jesus, for allowing us to have another day, another episode of Just a Girl with the Bible. I am so blessed and I'm so excited to be chatting with the person that's listening right now. And I pray that as they're listening, they receive your word and that they're able to feel the Holy Spirit working within them, Lord. And I just ask you to walk with them throughout their day and throughout their week and that they have a new passion and drive to get to know you. So with that being said, God, give me the words to speak to them today. And in Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Luna is crying, but that's okay. Um, she's hearing all the other dogs like yapping. Right now, if you can hear the dogs yapping, they don't stop, but that's not gonna stop me from yapping about Jesus. So hello, can I get an amen? Um, so today, actually, let me back it up, back it up, back it up. Ah! Oh my gosh, you guys, our first episode was so good. I've been receiving amazing feedback. Um, people who, you know, maybe I haven't talked to in a while are like, wow, I just listened to your podcast episode and I really enjoyed it. Or, wow, I could really feel like God speaking to me through that. And it's just, that's so like, it's just everything that I've wanted for like this. Um, I just wanted to make sure that it was getting to the right audience and that people really felt God speaking to them through it all. And, you know, throughout this year, and it's crazy. Oh my gosh. Let me just tell you how much God has been working in my life this year. Usually every year at church, we talk about, okay, like what's our verse? What's our word of the year? And I generally just thought like, I just generally thought, I was like, you know, I'm not thinking I'm going to have like a word or like a verse for the year. Like, how do you even find like a verse for your year? You know, like I, I was praying on it, but I was like, God, just, just use me. God, just use me as a vessel and use this podcast as a way for you to speak to more people. Um, and you know, like, I just pray that you give me the wisdom and more opportunity to speak to um you know young and new christians so that i can help them on their journey as well and i was in my deep slumber one night <laughs> she's over here she's like yes no yes oh i love her she's so funny um so let me backtrack okay so i was in my deep slumber it was it was definitely um 
like a Saturday. It was definitely last Saturday. Um, so this was like the day before the, the episode was coming out and I was just so excited because I had been preparing. I had been posting on social media like, oh my gosh, you guys, I hope that you listen to the episode today, like this com coming up like the next day. And I'm just so excited. And so I couldn't sleep. It's like two in the morning. I'm like, okay, let me just do a Bible study. Like I'm just reading my Bible, getting into it. I'm in Matthew right now and it's so, so good. So um, I'm just reading, like doing a great study. And then... I'm about to go to bed. I'm, I'm tired now. I'm like exhausted and I'm like laying down and I'm, I'm like hearing something, you know, I, I'm hearing that dog that's yapping. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm hearing like something tell me and like, I never, like, I use it very faintly. I'm never like the one to be like, the Holy Spirit is telling me this. Like God is telling me this because I don't ever want to say God's telling me something that's like false. You know, like I never want to speak for God. Um, and I just felt it's like the God is telling me to go to Hebrews chapter six. I, I don't know why. Like it was just so random. It was just Hebrews chapter six, Hebrews six, Hebrews six. And I was like, uh, okay, so I got up. I was like, okay, something is, this is going to bother me and I'm not going to remember it tomorrow. So I got up, I opened my Bible to Hebrews 6. Okay, let me see if I can find out the top of my head. Um, I probably can't. You guys, I'm still getting used to the Bible. Um, but it's towards like the end of the Old Testament. I found it. Um, okay, so I was told to go to Hebrews 6. And it didn't say like a, a verse or nothing. So I just read the first verse of Hebrews 6. And you guys, it is so good. It says, therefore, let us move beyond elementary teachings about Christ and be taken forward in maturity, not laying again in the foundation of repentance from acts that lead to death and of faith in God. Ah! I had been asking God, like, God, use me. Teach me how I can be better for the people on my podcast, how I can be better as a student, how I can be better as a woman in Christ. And he literally told me, he's like, well, move beyond the elementary teaching that you know. Move beyond what you already know on surface level and take it to the next level. Take it to true teachings about Christ. Apply this to your life. And I was just, it's two in the morning and I'm crying in my bed because I, it's just so powerful whenever God speaks to me in like these ways. And I'm just, I'm so grateful that he's using me in this way. And I'm so glad that you're here because we get to experience this whole thing together. And I'm still learning. I'm still learning and I'm still, still growing. But today... We are going to be, for the people who saw the poll on my story, it was either going to be talking about why praying is so hard, which will be an episode, I promise you guys. That will be an episode, and that will definitely tie into, like, things that we talk about all the time. Like, the difficulty of praying is always going to be a topic that is going to come up in every single episode. But today we are going to be diving deep on why it is so dangerous and why we need to stop flirting with the devil because he is not somebody you want to be flirting with he is that boy that you know is not good for you but you still something keeps drawing you back to him and it is not okay so today i'm going to tell you why it's not okay we're going to get some teachings we're going to get some verses from god and i've been you know i've throughout this whole week this past week i have been just reading matthew and i've been getting ideas i've been putting sticky notes i'm like oh that's good i can't wait to share that with you guys so um if you have your Bible, can you please open it with me? It's okay if you don't have a Bible. It's okay if you have the Bible app. It's If you just are like, I'm just listening. I'm, I'm driving right now. I can't open my Bible. Or if you're like, you know what? I'm like new to this whole Jesus thing. You know, like I don't have a Bible. I don't understand it. That is okay. 
because I'm going to still read it for you. But if you have a Bible and you would like to take notes, you are more than welcome to. So we are going to Matthew. We are going to be in chapter four. So I'm going to read all of chapter four of Matthew. It is not that long, y'all. It is not that long. So bear with me. I'm going to be talking throughout it. And then we're going to go to Matthew chapter nine in a little bit. But okay. And a little. Okay. So let me just <laughs> not the squeak in my brain. Um, let's just talk about how tricky the devil is. Let's go on. Let's go back to Genesis. I'm just going to like go with like what's off my mind. Um, so everyone knows the story about Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve. If you don't know the story about Adam and Eve, um, Adam was the first like produced man on earth by God and Eve was his wife. And they were both told like you, you have this beautiful garden. You can have anything here except for this one, like this fruit off of this tree. You cannot have it. Don't touch it. It is not good because if you eat it, you're going to be exposed to the bad. You're going to be given wisdom that you are not meant to have. This is for God. And if you try to eat this, it's going to try to make you too much like God. Like you're not meant to be God. So I, he's, God is telling you, like warning you, Hey, he, well, he's warning them like, Hey, don't eat this y'all. Like I'm telling y'all, it's not a good idea. Um, so he, obviously we know what happens. Adam, um, Adam, Eve takes fruit, but Satan, it says a serpent, a little snaky snake comes up to her and she's not even startled because this is literally a garden. You guys, snakes are in the garden. It is not unusual. And that's how the devil gets us sometimes. He gets us in places where we're comfortable. He gets us in places where it's familiar to see the devil. It's familiar to see a snake in a garden. Hello? So she's not startled and he's like, he really makes us question. And this is something that I heard from Emmy. Um, she's another Christian influencer. She has the podcast Saved Not Soft. It's amazing. If you want another um, Christian-based podcast, I would recommend listening to her as well as Christ with Coffee and Ice with Ali Yost. But that's beside the point. Um, she said, Satan tries to put a question mark where God has put a period. So he said, do not eat this for it will like it will give you wisdom that's not good for you. Like that was a period. He said it was a statement. It wasn't a question. And so the devil goes and he fills it with some truth. He's like, so God told you not to eat this, but are you, are you sure it's bad? Like, are you sure? Like, why wouldn't you want this? He puts a question at things, you know, like, and, and it's so many things like in our life. Like I was telling, um, a new um person in our youth this past weekend i was i'm so blessed that i got to be put like on the spot and got to talk to our youth a little bit but I, I i looked at him and i said god told you that he he forgave you for what you had done he had you know he had some things that he wanted to be forgiven for and i said god forgave you he said i forgive you i love you like i know you did this this and that but i still love you and i forgive you for that and i'm glad that you're seeking out a relationship with me but then the devil is over here like, you know, you did do that. You know, it was a bad thing. But like, does God really forgive you? Does he really like, is he really going to accept you? Like he's making you question whether or not God's statement is valid. And God is always valid. So I will not, mm -mm, I won't ever like let the devil try to, that's when I know the difference between God and the devil speaking to me is when the devil tries to make me doubt things that I've already been assured of. Um, and it's trying to like bring down my confidence and that is not okay. 
but that is a big like indicator but that's just a little tangent how did i get this oh period where question mark where the period is yes period okay <laughs> okay so open up matthew chapter four i'm sure you've already been there for like ever now because i've been chatting it up but we're gonna go to matthew chapter four we're just gonna start from the beginning okay jesus was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil after fasting 40 days and 40 nights he was hungry the temper tempter came to him and said if you are the son of god tell these stones to become bread jesus answered it is written man shall not live on bread alone but on every word that comes from the mouth of god we're being fed by by the word of God. That's why it's so important to do your Bible studies in the morning, at night, throughout the day, because we are truly fed. Our spirit is truly fed, not just by food, not by food. It is fed by the word of God. Amen. Um, then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down for it is written. He will command his angels concerning you and they will lift up you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against stone. Jesus answered him. It is also written, do not put the Lord your God at test. So we know the devil, oh my gosh, when the devil knows something good is about to happen for God's people, if he knows that you're going to strike a breaking point in your, in your faith, if he's like, Wow, this person just turned to God. Let's say that you've been atheist your whole life. Let's say that you've been like a lukewarm Christian. Let's say that you haven't, like you, you, you're a Satanist, okay? Like if you're listening to this and you're a Satanist, hello, welcome, thank you for being here. The devil is going to try to be like, wow, that's a big change in their life. Um, how about I try to put some doubt and I try to test them. Let me test their faith. Let me, let me like try to mess this up for them because that's not good for me. The more people go into God's kingdom ain't good for me. You know, like he's threatened. He's scared that he sees the goodness that's coming to, and he's going to try to put a halt at that. So he's like, oh, Jesus is healing people. Jesus is over here healing people and bringing people closer to God. He, he is doing great things. So I'm going to try to tempt him and get him to jump off this bridge just because like, oh, well, if he's really the man of God, the angels are going to lift him and he's not going to die. And the devil, like the devil's just trying to get us to think, get Jesus to be tricked. And Jesus is like, don't put your Lord to the test. Don't put your Lord to the test. I know I am the son of God. So don't put me to the test. Um, and then that's like, that's a thing too. It's like, like if you're really like a woman of God, why do you do this, 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 this? Like, don't put me to the test. I am a woman of God. Yes, sometimes that we, we do need to make, like, changes in our lives to become more and stronger women of God or stronger men of God. Hello. Oh, my gosh. Actually, sorry. Can I make a, can I make, like, a little, like, comment? I have more male listeners to this podcast than I do women. And that's not, like, a bad thing. Like, I don't, I don't mind that at all. Like, I love that. But it's just so unheard of, especially for, like, like Christianity like based podcasts so hello men welcome so you're a man of God right you're like hey I am a man of God and the devil's like are you really though yes I am let me put a period where you're trying to put a question mark because God already told me amen so let's keep going um yeah so Jesus tells us that the word of God is enough to survive on you know that's why people fast and if fasting's not for you that's okay but that's why it's so important that we make like um 
like a schedule working with God. Like, how are you going to expect to go to the gym once like a month and see results? See these results that, you know, are posted everywhere. See these results that you're expecting to get. You're not. You're not going to lose the 30, 40, 50, 60 pounds by going to the gym maybe once a week and not really putting in the work. You got to go like three, four times a week, sometimes five if you crazy, right? Like you got to put in the work if you want to see the changes. And, you know, God is asking if you want... Luna, stop crying, girl. We're talking about Jesus. No need to cry unless they're happy tears. But, you know, Jesus is telling us to survive. All you need is the word of God, but you need to fill yourself with the word of God in order to receive that, right? So let's keep going. Um, we're at um, verse 7 now in chapter 4. Um, no, verse 8. Verse 8, sorry. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, away from me, Satan, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him and the angels came to attend him. Let's, let's go back. The devil was pissed. Can we say that? The devil was pissed that Jesus is too smart for him. He's like, I'm too smart for your ways. Like, don't try to get me. But then he's like, he, he takes Jesus again. He's like, I'm gonna take you to this big, high, tall mountain. And he's like, all of this, he's showing him like all this land, right? And sometimes we're tempted like that. We're tempted, you see all of this, you see these nice houses, you see these materialistic things, you see these diamonds, you see these gold like chains that you could be having. Look at that designer bag. You could have all of this if you bow down and worship me. You could have the fame. If you're an aspiring artist or aspiring performer, he's gonna really come at you and be like, hey, if you worship me, I'm gonna give you everything you've ever dreamed of, but you have to bow down and worship me. And the devil is giving, those, giving us those quick but temporary satisfactions, those quick but temporary wishes that we have, those prayers that we have. And he's saying, if you, if you stop loving God, if you stop doing things for God, I'm gonna give you everything you want. Ain't the devil a liar because all he wants to do is kill, steal, and destroy. Those are his three things that he's trying to do. He wants to kill, bring people to places that are not heaven, steal. He wants to steal us from God. He wants to steal our happiness. He wants to give us so many more burdens in our life that are going to lead to more consequences. And he wants to destroy us. He wants to break us down and make us feel so horrible about ourselves. He's going to give us these temporary satisfactions, but he will not, he will not give us an eternity of happiness like God is promising. So it's just beautiful because Jesus immediately says, and this is what we should do anytime. And I'm working on this as well. If there's any time where Satan is trying to convince you that you're not worthy, or he's trying to tell you to do something for that is against what God is saying. Basically, the first thing we should do is rebuke Satan in Jesus name. It says, Jesus said it away from me, Satan, worship the Lord, your God and serve him only away from me. If your words are so much more powerful than your flesh, your flesh is of course going to follow what it wants to. Our flesh is going to want to choose to do these things because it's what we're comfortable with doing. It's what we're knowing. It's what our society says is okay. But if we say away from me, say, and I rebuke you in Jesus name, then 
Jesus and God is like our Holy Spirit is going to automatically fill us and give us that satisfaction and, and it's going to make us feel so good for not falling for what Satan says. Um, okay, so that's as much as um, Matthew chapter 4 we're going to read. But I, this is how I came up with like the whole thing. I was reading Matthew chapter 4 and I immediately wrote down, stop flirting with the devil, read Matthew and this is this is something I genuinely just wrote for myself um because sometimes I just take like like notes when whenever I'm like okay this is something that I struggle with and it's not necessarily like following the devil is what I'm struggling with it's more of like following um like patterns whenever we have like addictions and we have gone through like these like unhealthy patterns that are not of God um we often find ourselves like back in these like cycles like yeah maybe we'll stop for a little bit but we'll come back to it right if you're if you're struggling with alcoholism drug abuse um if you're self-deprecating right that's a big one that a lot of us struggle with if you're struggling with masturbation or you know just lustful thoughts all the time um these are things that you know maybe we're trying to work on right but it is so easy for the devil to just come in and Tell us like, hey, I know you're craving this right now. I know your body needs this. And he's trying to make us believe that we do. But we really, we really don't. We don't need to drink the alcohol. We don't need to smoke that blunt. You don't need to masturbate. You know, don't need to do these things that the devil is telling you that, hey, I know you're craving it. You should do it, right? But instead, we rebuke the devil in Jesus name and we will be we will be filled with the Holy Spirit and that's something that I'm working on I'm working on um, just like things that I've been you know struggling with I've, I've struggled with body image for a long time and I genuinely think it was because for like the longest time I didn't like I and I still am struggling with it but like I the minute I was like 15 16 I started dressing like really like immodestly like the minute I started realizing like oh my gosh I have boobies now and I have like a cute little butt like I just started wearing things that like accentuated those things and necessarily it like it all is a state of mind like for me most of the time it was to get somebody's attention for most of that time it was like I wanted like somebody, I, I would post these things and really like accentuate these parts of my body because I wanted somebody to slide up on my story and don't lie and act like you didn't because I was talking to somebody and I wanted them to be like, hey, yo, girl, you looking good. Like, heck yeah, no, I am. But like, you know, I always did those things and I feel like this past year, it did get a little bit better, but I found myself like, even though I was covered, I, I, I like wore like certain cuts and certain clothing items that made me like want to look appealing to like a male like audience but then it was so different because the things that I really loved wearing around like my girlfriends wasn't super immodest at all it was like there's sometimes like where I'd wear like crop tops and things like that like around my like my girlfriends and I'd be like you know like I, I'm wearing this because I want to feel good I want to look good around my friends and that's that's completely fine but I just realized most of the time my clothing item and my clothing choices were to get a male like audience to want me or a specific male to want me and that never like really works out for me um and so I've just been really called to modesty and you know called to wearing like more covered up pieces and just things like that so um the devil has been really like hitting at like my body dysmorphia lately 
um, making me think that the only reason I'm gonna change and start wearing this stuff is because I'm insecure, which is not true. Do I have my moments? Of course, don't we all? But I'm not insecure because I am too secure for God. Like I, I'm, I'm secure in my walk with God and I know it. Um, and I think, okay, one of the biggest things that I, okay. I didn't want to say because I feel like it's too vulnerable, but I'll talk about it because it's real and we're going to be real on this podcast and we're going to get a little comfortable a little quickly. Um, so if you are somebody who knows me, feel free to ask me about this. I'm fully open about it now. I'm going to be open about it, right? Like two seconds ago, I was like, oh, I don't want to talk about this, but the Holy Spirit is like making me barf it up. It is like, whoo, it is like really like sucking me in telling me like girl you need to speak about it because this is exactly like what we're here for we're here to be vulnerable and we're here to make people feel like they're not alone amen i have for the past four years probably i'm 17 yeah for the past four years i have been dealing on and off with an addiction of masturbation it is so real it is such a real thing that comes and tries to destroy your relationship with god and let me be honest at 13 years old, I had I had not been, like, opened to the idea of what this was. I wasn't really sure, like, what it was until I, at 13, I was very young. Um, I was sexually assaulted at a very young age. Very sad. Um, by some, by an adult. Very close to me. And automatically, I was, like my eyes were open to a new part of the world I didn't know exist at that time. I didn't know that, you know, I didn't know that, you know, how, how often like young women, young girls, girls before they're 13 got sexually assaulted, got raped. And all of these things that I just wasn't, that I was just oblivious to, I was ignorant to these things. And immediately when that had happened to me, I, my whole world was like brought upside down and I started becoming like obsessed with the idea of masturbation, wanting to know what it was. I needed to do it all the time. And once you open your like mind to that, and I think even especially with the society, we have gotten it so like so normalized because pornography is too accessible nowadays. It is too accessible. And, and now it's like really hurting the brains of our youth. And it's, it's hurting the people in our church. And that's why like a lot of men and women do these horrible things to others. This is why people will sexually assault and rape other people because they are feeding off of something that they see in pornography. And that's beside the point. But ever since I was that young, I was open to this new world. And instead of asking God for help or instead of being like, God, I need your help, I started going into these bad habits and you know i was really listening to the devil i didn't know it was the devil at the time but i was just listening to him and saying you know it is fine this is like a way for me to release all like my stored like emotions and i'm like super sad all the time and i'm depressed because you know like i was taken like this this innocent part of me was taken away from me i wasn't able to choose that right and i, I wasn't able to choose this path for my life but you know what i might as well just find a, a healthy i thought it was healthy at the time a healthy way to let out these emotions you know at least i'm not smoking or drinking like girl it's just as bad it's just as bad in god's eyes and he's like oh, honey please come home to me and i'm trying to get you to come home to me but i was too ignorant to listen and you know i i 
started getting really close to my faith at like 15 years old 14 15 and i went like a whole like year and a half without masturbating and i was like you know what this is the life and you know a breakup happened a breakup happened and then after being a year and a half clean i did it again and that really broke down my faith and it made me feel unworthy and and then i got back i i was like six months clean and then you know the devil this is how the devil flirts with us he's like why don't you just like kind of you know like like you could just you don't have to but you can do things that are like similar to it like think of it in your brain you know just like read things that are just as bad as it you know like fill or like watch movies like watch like like 50 shades of gray and like all these other bad movies like watch these movies that showcase it you know like just to see if it like works for you you know like it's not a sin because you're not masturbating yourself right so why can't you do things that are like of the act but you're not doing it are you seeing like what the problem is there because that's tempting you and it's seeing how close you can get to your breaking point and of course every single time i did that i obviously broke right i obviously broke because come on we're human. Our flesh is going to get too overwhelmed and it's going to happen. And that's why it's like, like, let me have like a little drink. Let me have like a, a little sip of this. Before you know it, you're back into your patterns of drinking every single day. Let me, let me just take like a little hit. You know, like, I, you know, it's, it's not what I used to be addicted on. Let's say that you were addicted to, to cocaine. Let me have like a little, let me have like a little hit. It's not cocaine. So I'm not really breaking my sobriety, but you know, it's, it's still something that leads you back up to it. And the devil is going to try to do that to get you under his wraps again and again and again. So now let's dive in to Matthew chapter nine. Um, we're going to go to verse four. It's getting kind of cold out here, but it's, it's kind of nice. I got like my, my jacket on. Um, chapter four, knowing your thoughts, Jesus said, why do you entertain evil thoughts in your hearts? which is easier to say your sins are forgiven or to say, get up and walk. But I want you to know that the son of man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the paralyzed man, get up, take your mat and go home. Then the man got up and went home. When the crowd saw this, they were filled with awe and they praised God who had given such authority to a man. This is when Jesus was proving himself to the people because people um, were like questioning you know, Jesus, they're like, you know, Jesus, you can't heal that man. He's literally paralyzed. Like, how are you going to heal him? And like, and Jesus is like, why do you entertain evil thoughts in your hearts? Why are you entertaining the fact that I can't do this? Why are you entertaining the fact that, you know, the devil's going to try to put things that are deceitful in your mind and your heart. And instead of casting him away, you're entertaining it for a little bit. You're letting him like linger in your body and you're, leaving space for him that could be filled with the Holy Spirit. But we're too, like, we're too willing. And that's, it, we're human. We're human. We're so willing to just let, like, the devil, like, try and come and manipulate us. But that's why it's so important to, like, have, like, these things and, and to, like, ask God, okay, God, like, I'm struggling. I'm struggling. The devil is really getting at me. He's telling me these things are right, but it's not. And I need your help. I need your help. It, it is as simple as humbling yourself enough to know that you can't do it on your own. We can't. I have tried. Jesus, the son of man, struggled. He struggled. 
When he was tempted, he was struggling. He's, he's the son of God, of course. He's going to struggle, but he didn't let it get to him because he said, I rebuke you. Satan, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Let's just rebuke Satan in the name of Jesus. So, it is just... It is just so, like, hard to even get over something. Like, stop flirting with the devil. It is hard to do that. It is hard to not let the devil get to us. It's hard to not let his his promises, you know, excite us because, you know, we have um, exciting things that we want to happen in our lives. We have passions, but um, it's just like so, it's so hard sometimes to really realize that it's, um, that it's something we can't do on our own. We have to do with God. That's okay. So as we're closing out today. I just want to pray over us. Um, and I want to pray over you. And I'm going to pray that, you know, I hope this episode wasn't too harsh today. I feel like I was yelling like most of the time. I'm sorry. I'm going to make the next one really sweet. <laughs> but I just feel like it's something that I needed to hear. It's something that you probably need to hear. And, and you know, I don't want to lead you into thinking that it's okay just to accept that the devil is going to be there. We have to rebuke him. So <sighs> thank you, God. Thank you, God, for this amazing episode with the person who's listening across um, the screen or who's listening on their phone. Lord, I just pray. I pray for their peace this week. I pray that they are knowing that they are forgiven of their sins. But I also pray that anytime the devil tries to come and ruin your plans that you have for them, God, I ask that they, they ask you for guidance and that they open their Bible instead of falling into temptation. And um, for my brother and sister listening to this right now, I ask for complete forgiveness of their sins. And as, you know, as they go through this next week, that they are just filled with the Holy Spirit and filled with a new passion to get to know you. And I just thank them for being here. Um, and in Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. So thank you guys again for being here today. And I will see you next week. I'm still brainstorming and thinking of what our next topic is going to be, but Luna, why are we so sad? Are we sad the episode's over? I will see you guys next week. <laughs>